Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. This is Reba, and welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. Allison and I are here today. We're, we've been kind of slogging through James. Allison, one of your favorite books of the Bible. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starting to be one of my favorite books of the Bible. Yeah. But it is taking, we, we, I guess, naively assumed that we could get through each uh each chapter just in in a podcast. And we are finding uh, no. we are quickly finding that this could take all year. Um, so, so buckle we're not going to let it take all year, but yeah. it is taking a little longer than we thought. And so in order to yeah. not have a four hour podcast, we felt the need to kind of break, break, it break up. things down in bite-sized bits, right? Exactly. But I am loving it so far and I've got practical notes just for my own personal growth. So I, you know, again, if you want to know how to get rooted deep, this is the practical book to, uh, to, well, to do that. Yeah. So I know so what's going know. on we'll with you. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm good. I am good. I've had a busy week and it's been, you know, we all say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. trying to rid that word out of my vocabulary a little bit because everybody's like, how are you doing? I'm like busy. Um, everybody's busy. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I just think it's a good busy, um, yeah. things are going well and, um, you know, we're going to be coming down to see you here before long. And I'm so yeah. pumped. Um, we are taking our director in Guatemala and coming down to the Dominican Republic and are going to spend time with Allie at, um, at Mercy Workshop and with her team. And they're going to train us a little bit in some things that we need to know. And I'm really pumped about the opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. And I've actually been studying up, you know, just to try, try to get my notes in order because it's easy just to sit there and I could just talk, 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 talk all day about the ministry, but it, um, we need to be a little bit more intentional about, you know, this, this, uh, this training and, and Guatemala, uh, DFM Guatemala is about to just step into some, or has already stepped into, um, a lot of exciting things. And we are, you know, the mercy workshop. And now with the opening of the Paloma, the Paloma Mm -hmm. house, we're almost two months into, um, to our residential component. And we're, we almost had a puppy last Thursday. We were about to get our residents a puppy. And then the puppy, it fell through. They, somebody gave that puppy to somebody else. And so now we're praying about, we really want a puppy. Uh, we were like, we woke up on Thursday morning. We're like, it's puppy day. And then at yeah. the end of the day, it was not puppy day. It and was so not puppy day. Oh. We need, and so we, we need, and she's, uh, she's afraid of my boxers so far. Um, and so we want to get her a, a puppy that's going to grow and she gets used to uh, caring it. for something. And so we're, that's what, that's where we are right now. If you want to know where we are in our ministry right now, we are praying for a puppy. Okay. Well, there you go. Because puppies bring healing. They really do. They do. Um, and so we have all art therapy, we have music therapy and we have puppy, puppy therapy, therapy and exactly. it works. It mm-hmm. does. It does. Oh, so it's such good stuff, but, um, maybe when we're in the Dominican, we might even record a podcast together yes, from the yeah. DR, which we never get to do because we're always usually she, Allie's in Dominican and I am in the U.S. as we record these podcasts. So uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And so uh, Reba can get used to uh, the motorcycles just flying right by. Yes. Or we could uh, we could see if we could work out a deal where we're actually maybe podcasting from the beach. Um, or or at so- El Concon. Or Ooh. at El Concon with something, mm-hmm. you know, just eating pizza and podcasts. Mm-hmm. That would be, yeah. I think that's an excellent idea. Uh, actually, yes. So El Concon is one of my favorite pizza places that's right across the street from the beach. So yeah. you have to put all these things together and you get bliss. All of Reba's Dominican. happy places all at once. Mm. 
pizza, <laughs> the beach, all together in one thing. Uh, yeah. Well, we better get to talking about James or yeah. uh, this podcast is going to be longer than we thought. That's um, true. And people are going to quit. So let's jump in. Uh, we're going to dive into James 2 today, which uh, like, you know, James is going to continue just we have to remind ourselves that this was a letter that he wrote to people. So it's not reading as chapters and verse divisions, which we currently right. have own Bibles in order to help us find things. But when James wrote this, he didn't write chapter two, verse one. He mm -hmm. was just writing this letter to people. And you notice that over and over again, just like he starts chapter two, he starts many verses, my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, I've, I'm stepping on your toes, but I still love you. That's yeah. exactly what he's saying. When somebody's like, Sister Allie, I'm like, oh, here it comes. The <laughs> other day, um, there's, two, there's, there's a lady in our church who just right now, uh, she's not on medication sometimes, and she just speaks exactly what's in her mind. And the other day, she told me I look like somebody's grandmother. Um, because well, well, I was old enough to be somebody's grandmother because my face is so wrinkled. And then she just told Gary the other day that he has not followed the scriptural. Um, he has not obeyed scripture because he was supposed to multiply. In other words, preacher, you haven't obeyed God and had children. And she kept using the word multiplication. And Gary said, um, well, I've always been really bad at math. And so, <laughs> it just and so, but she always starts with Sister Allie, and I'm like, oh, here it comes, you here know. And comes. so that's what James is doing, brethren. Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. So, but it, but it is a family connection, and you know, there's certain things that you mm. you talk about in family that you don't talk about in other places. Yeah. yeah. And there's sometimes, and and one of the things I love about, well, I have two brothers, and and I know you have a brother, Allie. And so, you know, there's just, you just like say things in mm -hmm. that setting that you don't have to worry about, okay, how do I perfectly word this? How do I, you know, how you do know, I soften not, the blow? not that you're harsh, but at the same time, it's your brother, yeah. you know? And so you can kind of just kind of splash it out there and then try to figure it out, you know? And so I think James is, he's kind of saying, okay, guys, we're, we're family. Mm -hmm. um, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And so as a result of that, we're going to talk like family. And so right. he just dives right. He just dives right in, um, with no, uh, no flowery, you know, phrases or anything like that. My brothers and sisters don't show favoritism. <laughs> right. I mean, just here we go. Stop. Yeah. Um, so don't, yeah. So my brothers and sisters do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious right. Lord Jesus Christ. So there's this, almost this, Again, this picture of you can't, these two things don't go hand don't, in hand. Right. You can't be a, a person of faith and a follower of Jesus Christ and show favoritism. If you, if you do, then something's not right. Right. Exactly. And he, he just ended that, that last sentence before the, my brother. And it's like, you need to be caring for the least of the, you need to be caring for the widows and orphans. You exactly. need to, that's where you need to put all of your energy. And that's where you almost need to disappear into that. Because, you know, as you said, um, you know, you're, we're at a time where they, they really were, you know, trying to focus on, oh, uh, we're gonna, these people are more important or having, you know, these people could help us. And it's so easy to justify, we really need to focus on the rich people, because they're the ones who can push, you know, push us forward. But that's, that's what, Again, it's that pride, it's that religion, that religiosity that that James is trying to fight here with his family. Okay, you know, yeah, you know, God came to to save the broken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're really all broken, but mm -hmm. we sometimes some of us dress up our brokenness better than others. Yeah, and and I think we 
dress our brokenness up in a million different ways. Um, but James is just saying, look, it's easy for us in our in our in our sinful states to to somehow want to identify with someone mm-hmm. who can do something for us or to identify yeah. with somebody who smells good, looks good mm-hmm. and and has a status of some sort. Yeah. Um, you know, so he said if somebody comes into your meeting, so he's talking about church here, right? He yeah. says, look, you're you're meeting and you're having church, whatnot. And somebody walks in and they've got on this gold ring and they're dressed in really nice clothes. And then mm-hmm. somebody else comes in and they're poor and they're dressed in filthy clothes. And you've got both of these people coming in. Okay. If you look on the one with the yeah. nice clothes and the ring and you look on them with favor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saying, Hey, Hey, come over here and sit in this nice seat. Come over here and yeah. sit up front. Right. Mm-hmm. But you say to the poor person, you, you, you stand, no, notice this, you know, stand, yeah. you stand over here or you sit on the floor mm-hmm. here, then haven't you made a distinction among yourselves mm-hmm. and haven't you, this is a powerful phrase right here, Ellie, yeah. haven't you become judges with evil thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, haven't you forgotten who's God and who's not? Oh my In goodness. other words, you're not God. You and, you know, somebody who can judge evil thoughts and somebody who can really, that's only, only God can do that. And so he's, he's really saying you're playing, you're playing like a God that, that actually doesn't have any, you, you have absolutely no bearing to be there. And, and I think it's, and we're, we all judge by it. Oh my goodness. If you go back to first Samuel, you know, God, God judges the heart. You have to, you, you look at the yeah. outward appearance, but, but God judges the God heart, judges heart and, yeah. and you can't. Um, and that's what he's saying. He's like, you're already trying to get close to God. And then you'll stop this favoritism that, that is, is, and, and we've, we've all, there's a, there's sometimes uh, certain people that, and I've, I've seen it happen in our churches across the board where, where the people with the money or the people that look nice or the people that fake this, uh, the good um, are the ones who kind of rule the world or rule the rule the roost, you know, in, in certain churches and at certain times. And, and it shouldn't be that way. No, it really shouldn't. And, you know, I think being in, a, in the ministry that we both are in, mm. we deal with a lot of women who are very much in deep poverty mm-hmm. and we want them to come into a house of faith and yeah. we want them to connect with believers and mm. it's part of their community and part of their mm-hmm. growth. And yet, they're not going to have fine clothes and they're not right. going to, and, and they're going to walk into a building and immediately you're going to know yeah. just by looking at them mm. that they're not in the same place. Maybe you're at. Yeah. Um, and there's a way in which we, we almost act as if they don't exist. Yeah. Sometimes they make us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't smell as good as we would like for them to. Yeah. And so there's a place in which we can get really snobby yeah. and we can get really snarky and mm-hmm. we can get really, um, the Bible says we did make distinctions among yeah. ourselves. We mm-hmm. say, well, you know what? You're not my kind of people. Right. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't look the way I look in. Uh, we make judgment calls about mm-hmm. why people are in the situation that they're in. And man, James is speaking into this and he's like, listen, um, <laughs> where in the world did you get the right, right. to know nothing about this person mm-hmm. and then to make a judgment call 
right. about how they got here and what their search story is and what their circumstance is and, and what your thoughts are. Your thoughts are evil. James yeah. is just calling us out. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. says, listen, for, again, my dear brothers and sisters, verse yeah. five, he's going to say right. it again. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in mm-hmm. faith? Yeah. And heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him. Yet yeah. you dishonor the poor. Mm-hmm. And um, and and then James makes a, a a kind of a like a duh. Yeah. <laughs> don't, right. don't the rich oppress you and yeah. drag you into court? Mm-hmm. And don't they blaspheme the good name that was invoked over you? Are you really catering to this group of people who at the end are all about themselves and 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 yet you you totally turn your back on the poor because they have nothing they can give you um, yeah. shame on us. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And he's, and, and the motivation to, and I, I've seen this over and over again in our church, when the, when some of the women from the street come in, um, we have to, that I always, I, I feel like I always am trying to protect them from sure. church people. I get it. You know, I, instead of trying to protect the church from, from the, the prostitutes and the drug addicts, I'm trying, I'm protecting them from the church. Just because they come in and they automatically, they, they run to the bathroom and they wash their hands and they splash water over their face because they want to feel cleaner than, than, you know, and it's not like they come in dirty, but they just feel all of a sudden they, they, yeah. they see it. Um, yeah. And then when we, when we don't, um, when we don't treat them the same or we put them to the side or we make them stand to the side. And I struggle with this all of the time because as a church, as a, as the pastor's wife, I have to be nice to the church ladies. I also have to care for the women for mercy. And sometimes those are oil and vinegar. They don't, or they don't, they don't yeah. oil and water. They don't mix. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, and, and, and I'm trying to bridge that, you know, me, the mercy staff, we always try to bridge that gap because there is, oh, I don't, I don't want my kids playing with her kids. And, and I think, um, I don't want my kids touching those kids. They're dirty. And, and, that's that's not the church. That's not what the church is supposed to look like. That's no. not that true religion that that James was talking to us in in end of chapter one. No, exactly right. And 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 we're called, um, we're called to love, mm-hmm. and and how I think you know so many times, um, and it's it you see this if you travel, but how blessed we really are. Mm. Um, you know, you and I are not wealthy by any means of the imagination, and yet we have. Our leave our, our roofs don't leak, um, yeah. and generally speaking, and we have we're so blessed mm-hmm. uh, with so many things that are from a material perspective. Um, you know, we have cars and 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 we have food in our cupboards, and um, there's so many things that God has blessed us with. And how dare, how dare us to say, hey, we're we're going to show favoritism, yeah, to someone who who matches me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to kind of to to belittle someone yeah. who doesn't have my same uh, who doesn't have my same situation. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And I just think, you know, it, it, it instead of showing the love of God, mm-hmm. what we end up doing is we end up with a critical spirit and with yeah. a snarkiness and we turn the very Judging. people yeah. who God has sent to us away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah, because sometimes we are that we are blessed when we have an opportunity to minister that the, to minister to the to the poor and minister to the broken. And and we we look away because we can't handle it. It's uncomfortable. We don't know how to talk 
We don't know what, what, what do they need? We don't want to be, you know, or we, we don't want to get scammed and we yeah. automatically judge, Oh, you know, we, we can't give any, give them any money, you know, because of this, that or the other. And so we all immediately align ourselves with, with the rich and we're talking about the rich that maybe on the outside look good, but, but James is like, just because they're rich doesn't mean they're doing well because, you know, he, they're the ones who, who, who scam to get, to get the money. They're the ones who, who are oppressive. They're the ones who are, who are truly, um, uh, oppressing, you know, oppressing you yeah. and, and don't align yourself with them right. again, disappear into what true religion is, as is to, is to help the the um the the least of these yeah and you know we see jesus in his ministry Allie. Mm -hmm. um i know we were talking pre-podcast uh recording we we see jesus in his ministry you know he he's having conversations with wealthy people Mm -hmm. um rich rich young rulers and people who have a lot of means and a lot of money but he's also having conversations with those who are leprous and those who Mm -hmm. are living out in the in the in, in hard conditions and yeah. who don't have the widow who's just has a mite and mm-hmm. and we don't see Jesus you know making money out of rocks to give right. to the poor um yeah. but what we do see him do is we see him showing this great love and this kindness mm-hmm. to to whoever to whoever he may be yeah. speaking to mm-hmm. and i think that you know that should be our hearts It's not that God always expects us to pull a $20 bill out of our wallet and hand it to somebody or to get him. You know, that's not always the answer, but what, but we are always called, always called to love, to show the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget if Jesus, an unemployed carpenter that hung out with fishermen walked into our church, he would be one of the poorest at the church because he didn't have a place to live. And so if you have the heart of, of, of the, what, of what James is talking about, you would have been rude to him. You would have been like, Jesus, sit at my footstool because you're out of work, carpenter. You're not knowing who he was. Um, because that's, and he, look, I saw him the other day. He was hanging out with prostitutes. Um, that's one of those things that we would judge on that outward appearance. And Jesus would be the one that we would, we would have rejected um, yeah. in favor of the, the wealthy you know, Pharisees. But that's what he's saying. No matter who it is, no matter what status, no matter what, um, what, what demographic no matter what race at yeah. that we are called to love first and and that and show the love mm-hmm. of christ and show his um his uh his respect to everybody no i i so agree and i think james is also alluding to something else that's a truth mm-hmm. that jesus taught and that is mm-hmm. that that since god's already taught us in his word um that it the rich people have a more a more difficult time Mm-hmm. getting to God, not because the path to God is harder for them, mm-hmm. but because all of their riches stand in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, riches stand in the way of humility. Riches yeah. stand in the way of, 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 of realizing that what you need is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because if you're wealthy, you think, hey, I can buy my way mm-hmm. in or out of almost any situation. Yeah. But James talks about how the poor are rich in Christ. Yeah. They can't buy themselves in and out of any situation. They don't have money standing in their way or or material mm-hmm. things standing in their way. And somehow those things become a crutch for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have nothing. And yeah. so as a result of that, they lean on God in a way mm-hmm. that that others don't have to. And yeah. as a result, they become rich, but yeah. not rich in, in stuff. They become, Bible says, rich in faith. Um, and he reminds us, 
they're heirs to the very same kingdom yeah. that we are heirs to. Yeah. Um, so James is talking historically. I think if we study his history on, on this a little bit, you had people who were who had good jobs and who were running good businesses there. And then all of a sudden they trusted Christ, persecution hit, and a lot of them lost their jobs. Yeah. And a lot of them were suddenly went from having to not having at all. Yeah. Yeah. And when we see the book of Acts, we see people are having to share food, they're sharing houses, they're sharing all kinds of things to help each other out because of the persecution. So James is still writing to a group of people who are still very much under a lot of this, and many of them have lost. And James is like, look, don't show favoritism to those who have over those who do not have, because God is doing something. There's something that the poor in material aspects of the world, there's something they have that's difficult for people who are wealthy in the material aspects of the world Mm -hmm. to have because they don't lean on God because they don't need him as much. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and it's, it's what you're idolizing. And so Mm -hmm. it's so much easier for rich, wealthy to idolize though all of the things that come with that wealth, whether they're idolizing their good health or whether they're idolizing their, you know, all of these distractions that become idols. There's be- with less wealth becomes, you know, potentially less idols. And so the focus can be more specifically, like you said, on their faith in Christ. And, um, and again, they're all, all, everybody who believes in Christ is going to end up in the same place. So why favor some one group above another? Sure. And, and, and let's clarify there, this is not, James is not in any way saying it's a sin to be rich yeah. um, or it's a sin to have wealth. He, he's not saying that we shouldn't treat people who have wealth well. But we mm-hmm. should also treat the poor well as well. Yeah. Everybody should be treated uh, without favoritism. And so he leans back into scripture like he always does. Mm-hmm. And he calls back to the, the royal law, he calls mm-hmm. it, uh, which is love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, yeah. so we understand that Jesus said, even in his own teaching, that all the laws that, of the commandments were built on two: love God with all your heart and soul and mm-hmm. mind and love your neighbor as yourself. So this is this, this second one about how we're to treat people. He says, this is the royal law is that you love your neighbor as yourself. And, and he says, if you fulfill this, you're doing well. Yeah. But if you show favoritism, <laughs> you're sinning. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big statement. This is not mm-hmm. like, hey, guys, this is kind of bad. Don't do this. This is no. like, if you do this, you're sinning. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a bad one. And, you know, and the, because... And, and again, we're talking about everybody likes, we all love to think about, oh, sin and degrees. I don't do this, 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 this. So that's good. I mean, I do these tiny little things and we would like it to be on a mm-hmm. scale because if it were on a scale, we would really be living in our own righteousness because we're like, we don't do the big, the big three or the big five right. sins. We just yep. do uh, the 10 little bitty. And James is like, you know what? If you do one, if you're guilty of one, you yep. may, you're the same as, yep. as the big one you know, uh, if we're talking degrees. No, it's so good. And again, reminder as well, James is writing to and speaking into those who have kept this Jewish law. Right. And so he's writing to people who feel very um, religious. Mm -hmm. They feel very, uh, they're very proud. They love their list. Of their ability to keep all the Ten Commandments and Mm -hmm. all the things that they're supposed to be keeping. And so James is reminding them, if you keep the entire law and you stumble in one point, you're guilty of breaking them all. So he's reminding them, look, you have put yourself up on these pedestals and you've made yourself like, oh, look how holy I am. But here's the deal, James says, look what you do. You're showing favoritism. And in showing favoritism, you're actually breaking one of the laws that says love yeah. your neighbor as yourself. So 
you know, Jesus, you need to see yourself as guilty. Right. Um, um, and then he, he, he names some of these big ones, right, Allie? He says, yeah. for he who said don't commit adultery also said do not murder. So if you mm-hmm. don't commit adultery, but you murder, you're a lawbreaker. So he says, it's easy for us to pick the sins we like <laughs> and the ones we're not doing and say, well, see, I'm not doing those. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. And so, and that's, and that's one of the things that um, it's so easy just to say, oh, here's what I don't do. Because yeah. again, when... And this is when he goes back to the law or goes back to that mirror. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I look most, I just have this one tiny little flaw on my face. I'll be fine. And yeah, you know, I'll look, but it, that's not, James is like, no, no, no. You're because you're living in your own religion. You're living in your own, in your own holiness, uh, yeah. so to speak. And it doesn't look that good. No, it does not. So let's, let's just get honest and practical in our own lives. Uh, it's easy to talk about the Jews in the time that James was writing and the, and the, the Pharisees and the ones who were kind of putting themselves up on this thing but how about us yeah are there areas in your life are there areas in my life that is easy for me to show favoritism yeah um whether it be somebody's personality clicks with mm-hmm. mine yeah whether it be somebody that i just you know i like more than somebody yeah. else or yeah. is it somebody that uh is like me Mm-hmm. somebody you know looks like is, me talks like yeah yeah whatever you know and I, I and there's so many categories we could just go on and on and I, and I don't want to go too far in the categories because you'll get stuck into one and you won't realize mm-hmm. there's so many right but here's the bottom line think about it right now and maybe ask the lord lord would you show me areas of my life where i show favoritism mm-hmm. and yeah. where i'm more apt to have a conversation i'll never forget this um i was sitting having lunch with k arthur one time and I was so pumped, Allie, to be having lunch with Kay Arthur. Mm. And we were over at Precept, and she had got through teaching, and she had asked me if I'd hang around afterwards and have lunch with her. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, of course I'm going to have lunch with Kay So I'm hanging around afterwards, and I'm having lunch with Kay. Kay and I are sitting at this table, and we're, we're eating, and we're talking. And, and another person walks up and says, hey, can I sit here and eat with you guys? And Kay was like, absolutely. And so this young lady sits down. And she starts sitting there eating. And I just keep talking to Kay. Mm. Mm. And I'll never forget, as long as I live, Kay tilts her head kind of to the side. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me mm. a little sternly. Mm. And she lets me finish my sentence. And then she turns around and she fully engages with this lady who's just sat mm-hmm. down at the table. Tell yeah. us your name. Who are mm. you? you know how how great did you how how did you enjoy things today and Kay carries on this five to seven minute conversation with this woman and I'm sitting there and Kay has not said one word to me but I feel utterly scolded right because I realized in the Mm. moment what I was doing yeah and I didn't mean to but I was so bent Mm. on talking to Kay yeah I totally ignored this woman who came and sat down yeah she sat we said you could sit but she wasn't as important as Kay. So I was going right. to talk to Kay and I, I didn't even greet her properly. I, mm. I, I didn't even acknowledge much more than, yeah, you can sit down. Now let me go back to my conversation with Kay. Mm. Kay you know, and, and I'll never forget a stern little look across the table at mm. me. And, and I thought, oh no. Mm. And it caught, it caught me what I had done. Yeah. Um, in that moment, I had shown favoritism. Yeah. Because yeah. I so wanted to talk to the one 
I ignored the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that. And so many times now when I sit down at a table and there are people there who everybody wants to talk to, yeah. I try to remember what that was like that day and try mm-hmm. to never let that happen again because yeah. it's sometimes so easy to be yeah. thoughtless. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things that you, it's not, it's sometimes it's just ingrained. I feel like, um, in us, uh, to not because favoritism is not, I mean, everybody in the world, everybody who's listening is like, no, that's favoritism is obviously wrong. But well, James is telling us this for a reason. And it's because of those tiny moments when it's like, Lord, show me, because I, I know I'm, I'm hearing, I'm listening, and I'm already seeing where it's happened with me in, in our church or whether it's like, do I, you know, whether it's like, do I speak to the American before the Dominican or the Dominican before the American or what, you know, what can I do? Um, and, and, or if it, if it's like who, and, and so it's like, Lord, in this, in these moments of, do I need to choose who to, who, you know, first of all, you don't choose which to be kind to and which not to be kind to. But it's who to who needs my attention and who needs the Christ's love right now at this moment and help me help me show that kindness immediately. Um, and that's again, that's that wisdom that, that James is saying, you better ask for wisdom because sometimes y'all oh, get yeah. it wrong a lot, you know. Yeah. And um, and so yeah. everybody who's listening and everybody who reads James, if you're reading James, you know favoritism is wrong yeah. because you see it in these big ways. You see it in these oh, I don't, I don't favor the rich. Well, maybe you favor the more, you know, the more famous, or maybe you favor the, the one who's the friendliest or one who hasn't caused you problems in the past. And, and that's where you need to ask for that and look in that mirror. And that's where I personally need to ask and look in that mirror and say, Mm -hmm. okay, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, James is going to tell us, he says, looks in verse 12, he says, speak and act as those who are to be judged by the law of freedom. And man, Allie, I love this mm. because James says, look, you need to speak and you need to act like somebody who God has shown great grace mm-hmm. and great mercy to. Mm. That is, that's the law of freedom yeah. is that God yeah. has paid for us. And, 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 and he says, you need to speak and you act like somebody who has been, been mm. shown grace and mercy. Yeah. He says, for judgment is without mercy to the one who has not shown mercy. I mean, if you're not going to show mercy to others, and this is not the only time that scripture teaches us this, then mercy won't be shown to you. Right. Yeah. And and so it's like, oh, no, I want mercy shown to me. Mm -hmm. I hate it when I walk into a room Mm. or a moment and realize that people are, I'm totally out of it. And, and yeah. I'm not being included in anything or whatever. There's, that's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And I want to be treated in a certain way. But yeah. do I treat people the way I want to be treated? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Do I show mercy because I've been shown mercy to Allie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been shown, I've been shown kindness. I've been shown so much mercy. I've been given so much grace in so many, so many areas. So why would I all of a sudden again, play God and make a judgment call? And we would even, we would be terrible gods because God is not, God doesn't show favoritism. But when we show favoritism, it's like, we're playing, we're playing this deity, like you're better than he. And there's a degree. And God's like, there's no degrees, by the way, everybody deserves everybody. Nobody deserves mercy. Everybody receives mercy. Nobody deserves it, including you, who you're all of a sudden, these little, um, these little 10 gods that are, that are, um, that are making these judgments that you have absolutely no, uh, no right to make. 
Um, no. And just remember how it feels. Uh, no, remember no. how it felt when you walked into a room or sat down at a table or was told. And I remember, um, I'm, I never know where to sit, like at the Dareful Board Conference, because I'm like, I got to run up to the stage. But yeah. And so I'm like, I'll just go, I'll just sit right. over here. And Lisa's like, get over here. We're not playing Proverbs here. You need to sit right here, right <laughs> side, you know. Um, because I don't want to be that person that has to move, you know, Hey, get out of the way. You're in Reba's seat or get out of the way, which, you know, so funny. And I'm always, you know, um, but I do. We barely have seats at Dare for More Live. We're (laughs) trying to find a seat, right? Yeah. At the Um, end. But I I do remember those moments where I'm like, Oh, I wish I, I, it's a good reminder. And I think it's Mm -hmm. graceful reminder like that. What happened with you and Kay or, uh, what happened with me? I've got, I've got this, uh, you know, this image in my mind and I'm like oh man you know I blew it because I I was not kind and and I and I missed an opportunity to serve and to show Christ's love yeah and I just think that's for all of us we can all be kind and we can all we can all extend mercy mm-hmm. uh, and, and grace um through what God has done for us and 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 James says it well mercy triumphs over judgment yeah um and yeah. When we, when we show mercy, we've done something. So we've given such a great gift to people. Mm-hmm. And so in any area, maybe God's brought up a person to your mind today that you've been showing partiality mm. against maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe there's a situation at church or at work or, um, even in your home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Even in your home Yeah. where you've showed partiality, maybe you've got one kid who just doesn't require as, as much discipline and much, as much training as another one does. And so therefore, wow, that lean into your favorite more, that becomes more of your favorite child because mm. they're so easy to deal with versus the one that you can't figure out and you can't understand and always seems mm. to push back. And, and whatever area it is, whether it's in your home or at church or at work or in your relationships, um, I would encourage us all, do we show partiality? And if we do, mm-hmm. then let's confess it as sin. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And then let's say, okay, what does it look like for me to stop doing this? What does yeah. that look like? And where can I show the love of Christ, the mercy of Christ? How can I mm-hmm. show grace? How can I be one of these people who, uh, even in the small details of life, really um, receives everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and I think that's that's one of the things because maybe maybe it's not as obvious and this is where you need to to get in the word and look in the mirror and say where is it is it at work is it at church is it in my home is it is it out in the street is it um where sometimes i'm just like oh don't talk to me don't come over don't don't come over here because i just don't you know that's yeah. those though that's stinking thinking is what it you is. know that's one of the one of those phrases that we learned in if you are begging god for not to have to talk to somebody that's not what, that's not what, oh, that's not I know. I'm guilty of that sometimes on airplanes. I have to admit, I, I do. I'm like, like please oh, don't let me sit in this seat. I know. Right. Um, or, you know, or even just, just the, the quick yeah. brush off. Yeah. Um, or, and this is, this is where I'm the most, I, it's easiest to give a woman a hundred pesos than it is to spend 10 minutes with her. Yeah. And so that's what I'm guilty of. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, just take, take the money. I don't, yeah. I don't, and, and that, and how is that showing Christ's love? If I don't want to yeah. spend time and let, yeah, maybe she's like, oh yeah, I just got a hundred paces. I can walk away. But what they, what she really needed, what I know she needs yeah. and what the Lord is telling me, she doesn't need a hundred paces right now. She needs the love and she needs the word of God and she needs, yeah. you know, and so let's, let's look at it again and, and don't be so quick to, to brush her off 
Oh, that's good, Allie. Because, you know, it's just, it's respecting people, right? When I, yeah. when I see you and when I speak to you and when I show you dignity and I, and I, and I, and I, by my actions, show that you're worth something, mm-hmm. um, then I, I valued you. Mm-hmm. And man, we all need that. And when I act like you're not worth my time, you're not worth me even looking at. I didn't even, I I don't even have time to even look at you or to acknowledge that you're there. Right. That I devalue you. And and I, I make a statement that says, you're not worthy of my time. You're not worthy of my uh, pausing. You're not worthy of Mm -hmm. my love. You're not worthy of my care. Yeah. How awful is that? I mean, how awful is it for us to say that? And yet Mm. um, that's what favoritism does. Yeah. Um, And it says things that we don't mean and aren't true. Yeah, but it's what, but it is what it is. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's not acknowledging our the grace and mercy that we've that we've received, yeah. and it's not giving the grace and mercy um, to someone else, uh, and yeah. and it's not being Christ. It's, no, it doesn't it's look not. at all like Christ. It's no, it doesn't. As far so, away from Christ as it can be. Oh, I know, I know. So, boy, yeah, this this is a tough one, and we got to really we got to really ask ourselves hard questions on this. But James is not going to stop here. He uh, next time we're going to get back and look at more into two. And James is going to start tying these two concepts together over and over again. There is a, a faith that we say we have, and that faith that we say we have should be reflected in a life mm-hmm. that we live. Yeah. And if, if your life doesn't match your faith, then there's a problem. And James mm-hmm. is going to just start laying that against us. Yeah. He's like, hey, this is the word. This is what you say you believe. Now, does your life look like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's going to start asking. And that's what, that's why we don't like change. That's why he's so uncomfortable because right. he just puts this mirror up yeah. to our faces over and over mm. and over again. And he says, okay, I'm holding the mirror up to your face. Do you see the stuff on your face? Yeah. Get it off. Get it off. With yeah. It. yeah. And, right. Yeah. And this is, t- this takes work. This takes mm. getting in the word. This takes Bible study. This takes Bible memory. This, uh, this takes doing the work. And so and James humility. is going to tell us. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't say that. I don't like that word either. Um, no, it takes humility. Yeah. Here's, but it's, but there's so many practical ways that James is like, and here's what it looks like. So if it doesn't yep. look like that, you need to change yep. it. Yeah, exactly right. Well, listen, hang with us. Don't bail on us on this study because it's so good. Um, whether you're reading along with us or maybe you want to jump in, we mentioned, uh, we do, I do, I have written a Bible study on the book of James. You can get it at dareformore.org and you can kind of jump into this study with us. It's going to give you more questions that you can answer a little deeper dive than what we're covering, obviously here on the podcast. Uh, and it comes with those verse cards that we mm. mentioned in the earlier podcast. So if you want to get this study on the book of James, just go to dareformore.org, go to the store and grab your copy of the book of James um, and join us um, as we just kind of take the time to plow through these verses. Um, and hopefully this week we can all do a little thinking about are there areas of my life that I'm showing partiality? And if so, let's, let's stop let's it. it. <laughs> yeah. Let's change it. Let's humble ourselves, be broken. And let's, let's be showers of mercy and of grace instead of partiality. And and we always like the fact that we end with, um, I'm ending this podcast with mercy triumphs. So it's a little shameless plug there. There, It is a totally shameless plug. (laughs) And I love it because it's true. Uh Uh, Mercy does triumph and mercy is what we want to kind of end this with today. So thanks for joining us on the podcast. We hope to see you next time. And until then, 
get rooted deep, stay rooted deep, and watch God change your life. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.